When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, we are the Salon Sleuths. My name is Melissa. And my name is Leslie. And we are two women from the Pacific Northwest. We are both curious about paranormals, spirit guides, ghosts, past lives. We are suspicious about true crime, disappearances, and strange phenomenons. We are open to learning about the supernatural and all things we don't understand. Together, we're opinionated with a splash of smartass. Join us to learn. And stay curious, stay suspicious, and stay open. Follow Salon Sleuths on all major podcast platforms. Hello, yes. Salon Sleuths and Leslie. That's a little different. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Well, we have a lot to talk about, I think. Do we? Oh, my god! Left gosh. me super curious on a lot of things, so. I did? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, firstly... I just want to say that because we taped um, this week's show two weeks ago, like we did it, we put uh, Suzanne's show before the show that we right. previously done, right? I just have to say, and I listened today and, or listened yesterday, I was totally wrong, Leslie, about, about what Gabby Petito. She clearly was oh. strangulated. They've said she was strangulated. And um, this just goes to say that we just don't know until we know. But I still wonder why they were looking at all these like things that look like gunshots. Like they're probably just looking for evidence to put him him personally there with her so that they have enough evidence so that because okay, remember um Casey Anthony and yes. her daughter. Yes. There was no evidence like def like that was so obvious. Well, it was obvious that she had done it, right? But there was nothing at the scene that put Casey Anthony with her daughter Kaylee at that time. Therefore, she was let go. There were all okay, these so things that led to it, but unless they can actually say he is the only one who could have done that to her. So they have to look through everything to try to find evidence. So what are they looking at in these holes in these logs? Uh, maybe he was shooting the gun and maybe they're going to tie him to the other murders. I don't know. And who knows if those, like if this is out in the, you know, boondocks, maybe people shoot guns all the time and they just thought maybe we should collect those just in case. I don't know. See, and my thought is still, yeah. my thought is still that he may have tried to cover up the strangulation with like shooting her afterwards which is morbid and horrible and i know how absolutely horrible that sounds if anyone was to listen to that like i know i'm just speculating but i still just think okay and also i don't know if you've seen video of them like at the swamp it sure does seem like to me that they're like draining that swamp so what uh, are they looking for like uh, 
Yeah. I feel like they're looking for more than, you know, a drowned body. Yeah, I don't know. So I feel like there may still be something to those hole, the holes in the logs and stuff that they were looking at. But I have no idea. I it, but my point is is that um, I'm just so wrong. <laughs> I guess that's my. Well, point. I get totally like, especially when you think and you know that that's what you thought was the truth, and then you're sort of blindsided by like, oh my god, I was so wrong. It's kind of yeah. shocking to your core to be like, oh dang, I had that way off. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. The truth is, we know nothing. Right. And that we were just speculating everything. And then it goes to show don't do that. Speculation is bullshit. Yeah. 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 So So, I don't know. But it's a good lesson. Just just all we're doing here on this podcast is speculating. I mean, well, and honestly, like that should be just uh, like foreshadowing a lot of things in our future. Like unless like if you have a question about something like getting down to the core of it before you just assume you knew yes. what it was. You well, know, don't you so. think that when you worry nine times out of 10, what you worry is going to happen or what you like, just sit there and like, think about before you go to bed and you, oh my God, this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. Or, or here's the seven things that could happen from this outcome or whatever, or this thing. And then you're totally wrong. Yeah. You're like, okay, none of those things happened. This happened, which was totally different than what I was worrying about. Why bother worrying about this? If I'm going to be wrong anyways. I do tell myself that a lot. Well, years ago, I used to go to church and it said, um, I remember the guy and he said this and it's always stuck with me. Like there are so many things that we worry about that are totally out of our control. Yes. So why bother? Yes. Only really worry about the things that you can control in your life and just deal with that. Like, And we don't know shit. (laughs) We don't. I mean... If, if I've learned nothing about even just doing this podcast is I don't know shit. Like totally. I'm just, I, and, and you know, it's funny, like this could, we could just tangent off of this, but I'm always surprised at what people do. I'm still surprised at what people think. I'm just, I, yeah, I just, but we I are don't all just a product of our own like foundation of what we were brought up on. And so some of those could be misconceptions of our family members or just our like old traditions. And so it kind of taints later some of the things that we we want to be real, but aren't like, uh, you know, and I think we watch enough horror shows that it must have been shot. He must have, you know, and then he shot a bunch of logs right. too, or trees. I mean, really like that's kind of silly. I mean, we don't even know if that's what those were. It could have been holes from bugs. It could have been old people shooting like from years ago. Like we don't even know what those red marks were. Yeah. You know, we we know, do we know that the FBI made those like they marked those? Do we know that? Or did, were they marked prior? Um, all I know is it said, this is the crime scene photos. And then there were all these red marks. So I'm assuming those were all. Yeah. Sorry, my table is well. And the other thing is, is that um, one person was found out there. Those weren't from the crime scene of her. Like he was, he wasn't found in that exact location, right? 
the other guy that went missing? No, Richard? no, but close by. And that's why they were able to find them is because they were looking for her. Right. And I think that happened before maybe the whole video of the car. And so they weren't know where yeah. to look. They weren't didn't know where to look. And so they were able to find him because they were looking for her. I guess which what then I'm solved asking, a whole nother case. I guess what I'm asking is, could those marks that they were making been for his disappearance? Um, I don't think he was found in that same exact area, okay. though. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Who knows? As soon but as then I think I'm I know, still, I don't really know. I know, exactly. But then I'm still suspicious because it seems like they're doing a lot of work at that swamp and they know he's not there. So, so what, do they what think are they looking, looking for? for? Thank you, which goes have back to, be to the gun. For, like a, a something. Some weapon. Because even if they found like the phone, the phone would be soaking wet. Like I don't even know if you can even get stuff after, off a phone what? after it's been waterlogged. What's the purpose of the phone at this point? Uh, to put him in that location. I don't know, but they could probably do that with what other location? reasons. I have the swamp? Why do we care? No, no, we're really he, honest. Where she was killed. They, they need to get the evidence of him actually being there with her. Okay. That's the only way they're going to be able to convict him because he can say, no, I left her there and then somebody else murdered her. I mean, I guess the, the phone could have pinged at the swamp, but my thought would be, why would you drive all the way home with that stupid phone and then dump it there? Why wouldn't you dump well, it something, somewhere? Something happened there. The parents dropped something there or did something. Yeah, something. That's why they keep going on there. there. Yeah. And I don't know if he was, Holy. I don't think he was actually ever there. Oh, you don't. Right? Because we think he left camping. Yeah, but did he go there before camping? Like, I don't know. I mean, he was home for days before that. I don't know. You're so right. And I, what, what I have just said, I stand by, like, I don't know shit. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> As soon as I think I know, I really yes. have no clue. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But just, yeah. just to me, it's just a good reminder of like, don't assume anything. Right, right. Yeah. And and yeah. basically, we're just blowing. We're just slow. two girls who have yeah. other jobs who, during right before yeah. COVID, decided to like talk about true crime because we did it during yes. our appointments. Yes, and all then, the time. Right. And for entertainment purposes, we're like, let's right. do this. And then we we should say and, that at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> this is for entertainment only. Yes. Right. Oh, my God. We yes. don't know shit. Yeah, right. we don't know shit. We yeah. don't know shit. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's so true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what else do we have to talk about? You go well, first. Okay, let's talk about a little bit about what the whole thing that happened yesterday with the online tickets and all of that. Yeah. Like I said, it was probably just a an issue with the internet or something. I don't know, because every link that I weren't, I bought three tickets from different <laughs> places, right? I bought mean, one from the website. Places? Okay. Oh. So the website has their own little system. Okay. That they so use. let's back up. Your listeners okay. have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. So we're having our first annual before Halloween scary event, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we are having Joshua John who we've talked about on this show, who we think is just super talented, um, medium, medium. Coming, yep, medium coming yes. and speaking to a group of people. Yes. So we're selling tickets for that. After yes. that event. Thursday, October 28th, 530 to 7.30. If you're local, please join us. Thank you. Um, $25 in advance, $30, $30 at the at door. The door. Yes. So let's talk about the advance tickets. That's what you're going into. So yes. Um, but even after that part, the next part two of our event 
is that some of us, because the hotel is not very big, are going to McMinimum, a McMinimum's hotel downtown that is supposed to be the most haunted building in Portland. Of all, so, all of the McMinimums. And I don't know of, okay. of Portland, but of all the McMinimums. Okay. Sure. Of all yes. the McMinimums. Okay. So we're, we're slated to go there afterwards. And unfortunately, there's only what, 11 rooms? Oh, there's 12, 12, excuse me, 12 total, but there's. No, I One think there's already. 11 rooms and I think okay. the, the extra room might be somebody that we know. So at minimum, okay. we have 10 of the 11 rooms. So whoever okay. the 11th person might be, whether it's somebody we know, if they don't, they might be in for a little surprise that night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who cares? I mean, who was going to rent it on a Thursday night months well, ago? Somebody who's staying, somebody's who's staying all those days. Why would one of our listeners have pre-ordered? Well, no, it, I was talking about this months before to a lot of people. So oh, like my okay. next door neighbor and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, there could be just a random room out there that somebody that we know has rented or just maybe we did rent it. We just don't even know. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, yeah. anywho. Um, we have a whole group of people coming. Yeah, we have a whole group of people coming. And um, so we were having problems with the ticket purchasing. A lot of people were having glitches. So um, how many people do we have signed up now? A lot of people, there were two people. And oh, the three. Thing is, who else? I've had three. Um, well, somebody that I sent you this morning, I'm not gonna say their name on air. Okay, I. you know what? I went through two different ways to buy them, which one was through our website. I bought a ticket that way. And then I went through the links that we posted either on the Evite or the direct link, which is they're both posted on our Facebook page. I bought two more tickets. So I don't know if it was just a glitch that happened, but um, I well, never saw of any of the errors that they saw. I never- one, one of my friends said she wonders if it was the autofill, cause you know how your phone can autofill the uh -huh. things. And I've had this before. If you autofill your um, information, it doesn't take it. And I have had that. So I don't know. Also, you know, I, I have had glitches and things before and then I just switch. And the two know. tickets I bought from my phone, the one ticket I bought on the computer. So I okay. have no idea what the problem was. Um, okay. We have totally, we have sold a total of 26. So two of the people that I think your friends bought um, are the only two that had issues of the 26. Okay, okay. 23 because three of them were mine. So, uh, <laughs> but we hadn't had any issues before that, like even on October 1st, I had my first sale of the ticket. Okay. And um, no one has ever, um, Chase is coming and he's bringing like his entire family. And oh, he was fun. so nervous to come because his wife is like due any second and she's worried about COVID. Yeah. If she gets COVID while she's giving birth, you know, it's going to yes. be terrible. So they are going to sit far away from us or she at least will with Chase. Um, I was going to say, do we have, we have a big enough room that everybody can kind of be spread out. Oh, we're right? going to be in the lower restaurant. We're out in the open where oh, okay. the oh, air okay. is going to be free. So, oh, good. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go okay, early good. to get the tickets for the hotel because the one extra room is going to be like the ding, 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 the, the winner, right? And then um, for the extra hotel. Oh, room. okay. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, Wait, are, is this I'll person going to be prepared to go? I don't know. They're, 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 everybody who's going knows it's a haunted hotel, right? And I might just give it to our girls, Vivian and, and Lucy okay. may want to stay in there. So, okay. um, and then, so I'm gonna go up a little early and maybe set up the room. I don't know if we should do it like how we did before in a big circle or just put the chairs sporadically because it's. Yeah. Probably, I think sporadically probably okay. will be easier, but um, yeah. 
and then people can group off like if there's six people together and they want to sit kind of together they can just move them around or whatever and then our friend Shelby she's going to let us use like her little karaoke machine with the speaker so oh cool cool yeah yeah what else is going on okay so then you talked to me about Sean Harmon by the way thank you Sean Harmon for our all of our helpful new listeners thank you but um he did did you watch those no one of them okay he basically is just listening to our entire show and then commenting on it yeah did you watch all six um i did not watch them like word for word they had i had them on in the background as i was working and stuff and um i he just is a broken man that needs to get hurt that's all we'll leave it at that but um, thank you, Sean, for all the help in growing our channel. And I do want to talk to you about a girl named Shauna. Let me sorry. Let me go back and make sure I got her name right because okay. um, her name is because Shana. we already know that we don't know shit, so we might as well right. get our get our shit and, straight. <laughs> and chances are, I'd probably get this wrong anyway. So that's why I need to double check. So Shauna Melinda Howell went missing on October 27th, 1992. She was just an 11 year old girl. Let me make sure that's how old she actually from was. where um, she was from. Yes, that's a good question. Um, hold on. I got it right here. Um, she was yes, 11 years old from Oil City, Pennsylvania. Oil and City, wow. Oil City, Pennsylvania. Do you think they have I, oil there? I, that's what exactly I was just <laughs> thinking right when you said that. Seems such an odd place to have, you know, oil. Who knows? Maybe I don't they know did if it's odd point. to have oil, but it's odd. I mean, a name. It's an odd yeah. Name. I guess if they have a lot of oil, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. So after school, there was going to be an event where they were going to go and sing at like a retirement center. Um, she was part of a choir. Okay. So she, they were also supposed to dress up for this event. So uh, they didn't have a ton of money, so she decided to pull her own costume together. Apparently, she was super creative that way, and she was going to be a gymnast. So she had her um, tights and her, I think it was like a teal um, leotard and um, probably a sweater, I'm hoping, at that time. And uh, she went to school. I don't know if she went to school in that costume or if she changed afterwards. But anyway, they went to this retirement center. From there, they were going to another event with the... um, I could be wrong. Maybe there was some time in between because that evening she did go with her Girl Scout troop to a party. And at that party is where she had to dress up. So I don't know if she was dressed up for both or not. doesn't really matter. Anyway, earlier that day, her mom's like, sorry, I'm not going to be home in time to pick you up, but I'm going to call and make arrangements for somebody to pick you up so that you don't have to walk home, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be dark. It's about eight o'clock at night. So the event was over between like 7.50 and eight o'clock and no ride showed up. So her and her friend decided to start walking home and her friend's like, hey, why don't you just come with me and either you can call your dad to come get you or my dad can take you. And she decided, nope, I'm just going to keep going. It's fine. So she's walking and um, apparently from a witness, he sees a man approach this young girl. And next thing you know, she is grabbed and taken and put into a red car and it is take it took off. 
So he goes running to, because there's no cell phones at this point. He goes, oh, there was, but not like they are now. So he goes running, knocking on doors. He finally gets somebody to report that this girl has been kidnapped. In the meantime, the mom's still at work. The dad's at home. He's kind of like, what's going on? Like, where is she? Um, and I think the mom calls home to check on things. And he and she is told basically that she's not home yet. And she's like, oh, crap. I forgot to arrange the ride. I forgot to call somebody. So why don't you get in the car and just go like backtrack? Meanwhile, they're calling friends and seeing if they can find her. No one has seen her. And now it's like around 10 o'clock at night. The little girl's not shown up. This man has reported this kidnapping two hours earlier, but because there was no report of a girl missing, they didn't put the two together. Right until later that oh. night, they're like, oh my God, oh. your daughter's the one that somebody saw now we don't know where she's at so two days later so this would have been the 29th they find um in this like sort of it looks like it sounds like a bridge it kind of sounds like the delphi murder thing like when i when they're talking about this area i'm like the bridge comes to my mind anyway so they found uh, below this bridge kind of in this ravine area they find her um her suit and they find um, a couple of things that were like, oh, that's weird. That was her stuff. And then at the top of the bridge is like a candy wrapper and her tennis shoes. But one is facing one way and one's facing the other way. Like they were set there. They weren't just thrown there. They were set there. And they're like, okay, that's definitely her stuff. This is so crazy. And then the next day on the 30th, she is found. She is found at the bottom of that ravine. So whoever did this threw that stuff the day before then went back with her and disposed of her body. But here's the thing. Wait, she wasn't, She her body wasn't in the ravine the day It was before? not there. Like, that's what they were like. So this, whoever these people are like kind of taunting the police because here's her stuff. They already searched the area. The next day there she is. Whoa. So this is the sad part. She was alive when she was thrown off this bridge. <gasps> and she did not die right away. She died of like, I think she had broken ribs and... um some lacerations and she had a footprint on her face <gasps> which i mean like if you have a bruising of a footprint they, i mean they were like pushing down like yeah. that's terrible anyway um so now we're trying to figure out who she is oh and by the way halloween is canceled it has been canceled it was canceled from 1992 to 2008 in this town Whoa. the only time you could go trick-or-treating is in daylight hours so for, i think like six to eight or something like that as soon as it got dark no halloween no trick-or-treating nobody can be out like that's just it and they did that because of this this thing because but that only had that happened on the 19th of october right it didn't happen no on it happened on the 27th she was found oh, okay. the 30th I believe the 30th um, or might have even been on Halloween. She was actually found, but it took 16 years for them to solve this case for those 16 oh years. Gosh. They didn't want Halloween to happen during night hours just because there was this crazy man on the loose. So what it turns out was the man who owned the red car actually worked at this pizza, local pizza place that everybody knew him. And he was known as being a little creepy because he always liked to hug the girls. Um, but he had a son. So they were like, maybe he's just like kids, you know, no big deal. The kid, the, all the girls knew him, but he was kind of like that creepy man that, you know, so they just assumed it was him, but his DNA doesn't match, but he did have the red car, but there was, he was saying that that car doesn't run, blah, blah, blah. So they didn't say anything. Then there were these two brothers, Jimmy and Timmy, 
And they were told, the police was told that they were incarcerated at the time of the murder. So there's no way. Well, then they find out later that they weren't incarcerated. And so they did the DNA of one of them and there's no match. So they're like, okay, that's really weird. They get the DNA from the other one and it is a match. So what had actually happened, well, and I, one of the podcasts that said, and by the way, never name your kids Jimmy and Timmy. I'm like, it was probably James and Timothy. Like it, right. it wasn't Jimmy and Timmy. It just happened to be that right later. Yeah, but don't call them Jimmy and Timmy is their point. Right. It probably just turned out that way. Who knows? It turns out that this guy at the pizza place was the one that kidnapped her. But in the car were the other two men. The other two men and this guy were all. So the, the pizza man had a house. And these other two guys were just staying there. And apparently what they were going to do is just kidnap her and then let her go later. And they were trying to tell the police that basically they're, they don't know what they're doing. Well, it didn't turn out that way. When they got to the house, Jimmy and Timmy took the little girl up the, up the stairs. And then you just hear screaming and crying and all Wait, of that. Jimmy and Timmy are the sons of the guy. No, Jimmy and Timmy are just like roommates basically who are renting from this guy's house i believe the guy with the red car had a young son and these are all grown men like at this time okay and so they basically take her up they um do whatever to her for three days which is super sad and terrible and then dump her they dump her stuff and then dump her body and eventually because there was so much you know I have to say like this time of our lives are really great because we have so much more technology than we have. Things can get solved a lot faster. But in 1992, when you have some DNA, it's harder to, and it probably took a lot longer to get results. So it just took 16 years to get, to get this solved. But after it was solved, um, which is so sad, um, Halloween is back on as of 2008, as normal. There were kids that were writing petitions, writing letters, saying that you can't really enjoy some of the Halloween decorations until it's night, you know. And so um, I think the town felt safer after those people were caught. Um, What did they do to those people? Because those are the um, people that I just want to make sure are locked up for the rest of their lives. Do you know? Let's see. The trial began. Oh, it started in 2006. So it was a little earlier. Let's see. They're waiting to. Oh, I'm trying to I see shouldn't ask you these says. questions. It's okay. Yeah. You, do, you don't know. Anyway, they're all put away. Let's uh, just say that. Oh, the Shauna's killers have 15 to 30 years in life like, or two life sentences. So. What are they calling them? The what killers? Um, The Shauna Hal killers. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought they um, nicknamed, nicknamed them or something. I'm like, do not give them a nickname. I think the I nickname think... thing is bad. Like when you call them the Zodiac Like the Green killer. River Killer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it gives them too much notoriety, I think. Yeah. If that's what they're looking for. Maybe that just sleaze that bag way. killer. Yeah. Like sleaze bag Jimmy Hoffa or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> just give them a bad adjective. Yeah. Don't give him a um, cool nickname. It's yeah. Well, and I think some people want that. Like, who knows? Like some people that are young and impressionable, they, they yes, idolize they these do it things for that notoriety. happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, I agree. They do it. It just notoriety. means we're all messed up one way or another. Anyway, this poor girl. So as we're moving into Halloween, <sighs> just keep an eye on your kids. Know where they're at. Oh my I gosh. don't know. I mean, what are the, 
Like, what are the chances? She was just going home. Like, seriously. And probably this small town. I mean, Oil City, how big can it be? Can't be and the other, the other thing is, like, I actually watched this um, YouTube video where the man lives there. And he went to those areas and was showing everybody. Yeah. Um, like this place. And they actually have, like, a, like a plaque or whatever on the ground. Aww. where she was and i can't remember what it said but it, it had this really i probably should look it up but it had a quote about her and i mean like across the street is this big church these are just regular houses like it's like a normal big old like like um it just reminds me of like when my when my grandmother lived in lubbock texas yeah and how you know you have the strip of grass growing up your driveway yes, and be, yes you know yes, where your yes. tires go up i mean it kind yeah. of looked like an old city like that like this this cute little town and then like this terrible horrible thing happens to God. Me. Evil is within people, I tell you. It's ya. Halloween. <laughs> well, speaking of costumes. Yes. I've got one Are for you. Are you dressing up? I always night? dress up, but I'm probably not dressing up this year. I mean, I have nowhere to go. Like, no, I at love our event. Are you dressing oh, up? Oh, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. Are you? I think we can, we should be like, I love or dressing up. I do love dressing up. So you don't have to talk very hard for me to dress up. Like, what are you going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I've got, I, this is the first I've thought of it. I might have to think it, about that a little more. I think you have to be comfortable, but I think maybe we should dress up for that event. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> That's a deal. All okay. right. Oh God. So. I prepared this a couple weeks ago, actually, um, really? I guess, to tell you. So uh when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, have you seen the document documentary about Gwen Shamlin Laura? Because I heard that name. talk about a costume and some hair on this oh. gal. Okay. So this story is about <laughs> Brentwood, Tennessee, and it's specifically around this woman, Gwen Shamblin Laura. She was a woman who grew up in sort of a small town or yeah, small town, small family, by all accounts, a pretty good family. But um, she, they were very Southern Christian, went to church all the time. And she says, or the story goes that she um, was kind of chubby. Now I've seen the pictures. She just looks like she had that teenager kind of, you know, full cheek look. She didn't look chubby at all. Like she's a tiny little thing, right? And she goes um, off to college and she gains a little more weight and she decides that she's going to start studying um, nutrition and she loses the weight. So fast forward, she's been married and she has kids and she's still into nutrition. So she starts these what she calls the way down workshop and she starts them at her local church and then and her husband is um way into christianity in fact he 
has went to school for it and his, his last name is Shamblin and they're just like the pillar of good Christians in the South in Tennessee. And she ends up expanding this weight weight loss workshop throughout Southern, you know, area churches. And then eventually it goes national. So she's in like national churches all over the country, but this isn't good enough for her. She decides that she wants to start what's called remnant fellowship. And basically it's a church and the whole instigation for this church is the way down workshop. So she's got all these followers now, and now she's like, well, I might as well just start a church. So, which is really rare to have a female led church, right? Especially in the South. So she starts remnant church, sorry, remnant fellowship. And she is like the top of the pyramid and she has all these men below her. But the weird thing is, is she doesn't bring in more women to have sort of a women held or women ran church. She brings in more men that are then telling everybody else below them what to do, which I find kind of interesting. But when this all starts happening, her husband sort of just he starts it with her, but then he starts to peel back because she's like changing the Bible and she not changing the Bible. That's the wrong word. She's what how did they put it she is um changing the trinity so she sort of starts to go a little rogue and this church just starts to explode but at some point in this she decides to divorce her husband of many years and she marries joe lara which is a um he's been an actor he's been married to other people and by all accounts a little bit of a con man swindler really doesn't want to work very pretty very good looking um slim athletic build and he just sort of goes with these sugar women right he wants to be a sugar baby i guess is is the right way to put it and this year she actually died in a plane accident that he was actually flying the plane he was not licensed no one in the plane was licensed it was him her and i believe four other people and they all died and they all died they were on their way to palm beach florida and they were in a 1982 Cessna Citation 501 private jet. Um, they crashed into a lake in Tennessee. And as I said, no one on board was qualified to, to fly the aircraft, although he had been um, trained a little bit or taken lessons to be a pilot. He always wanted to be a pilot, but he was not qualified and did not have his, if he had a license, it wasn't up to date. Um, so it was her, her husband, Joe, her son-in-law, Brandon, Hannah, um, were also killed, Brandon and Hannah, excuse me, were also killed in the plane crash. So just to kind of back up a little bit 
1980 is when she began when she began the consulting practice to help people lose weight. And she counseled basically that genetics, metabolism, behavior modification um, didn't always explain your weight. And in 1990, she began her pro, uh, program in the Bellevue Baptist Church, which was a 12 week program. By 1994, the program was offered in Europe and 600 churches in 35 states in the U.S. And by 1995, the program was in more than 1,000 churches in 49 states, including Great Britain and Canada. By 1996, this is like yearly, right? 1996, it was in 5,000 churches and 10% of those churches were in Tennessee. In 1999, she started the Remnant Fellowship in Franklin, Tennessee, and in 2004, she opened up a 40-acre estate church in Brentwood, Tennessee. What I understand is that she also lived on this property, and she divorced her husband, David Shamblin, in 2018. So from 2004 to 2018, um, he was still involved, but as the years went on, he was less and less seen like you didn't even see him he didn't even come to church because he was a overweight man um, who didn't fit her um look and her persona and her she has two children michael shamlin and elizabeth shamlin and michael shamlin um had a little trouble with his weight too and when his weight went up he was not on camera he was not on stage Elizabeth, who's his da her daughter, was very thin and she was definitely like the golden child because she was so thin. She was allowed to sort of be really a big part of this. But both kids were at times. And Michael Shamlin, actually, um, I actually looked him up. He still is promoting Remnant Church, but he's a musician. And so he did all the music for them. And when he was thin, he was definitely allowed to be more center stage. And when he wasn't, he was sort of shunned a little bit. Um, but what starts coming out is that this church was um, taking a lot of people's money. And it was a little bit, it's a little bit like Scientology where you have to buy these workbooks, you have to buy these workshops, you have to keep doing the program and you pay to have this program and all of this. And she just seemed to be a little bit power hungry. Um, the church was, is def was definitely uh, uh, supporting her lifestyle, if you will, on this 40 acre uh, estate. And then they interview on the, the documentary, a family of Delaney Weingard. And she started dating a boy, Jackson Rector, who was very involved in the church. And they dated for quite a while, but it became clear to the parents that it was kind of like a cult. And that this boy was not letting go of Delaney and Delaney was completely in love and she was in early high school or high school kind of age. And um, the parents were trying to get her out of this said church slash relationship. 
And at this point in the documentary, and as of today, they have been unsuccessful. Um, she dated Jackson, I think, for like seven years, and they just got married, which is kind of interesting because they got married on the same day that the plane crashed. And the parents are interviewed quite a bit on this program, and they were originally not going to come to the wedding because they did not want to be in the presence of, uh, of Gwen Shamlin, Laura. And then it became, to, or it was told to them by their daughter that she indeed would not be there. So they did attend the wedding and they were there. And this was the same day that the plane had crashed. So early morning, the plane crashed, the wedding still went on. She did marry this boy and she has still been estranged from her parents. Um, and the parents, barely get to talk to her and have went through stints where they don't talk to her at all. Um, but it just really sounds reminiscent, Leslie, of Scientology to me. Like people are just spending tons of money to try to be part of this church and try to have, you know, this gift of weight loss and, and follow what she was saying and spending all of their hard earned money. And then there's people that are being estranged and pull away from their families because of this religion. And I just want to, in my opinion, say, if your religion takes you away from your family, it's not a true religion. And I know there's several out there and there's several mainstream, which I would not call them mainstream, but mainstream religions that do this. And I just want to say, in my opinion, if your religion is taking you away from your family, even if they don't believe the way you believe and you strongly believe they're going to go to hell or whatever, that is not a religion. Religion teaches you about love and accepting, you know, others, even well, for you really have flaws. to rethink yes. it all because if they're controlling you in that sense what else are they controlling you yes and you may not even realize it, it happens so slowly it's just like a, an abusive relationship yes you know they just the other interesting caveat to this church is that this church has decided much like other religious um groups that actually started as cults that they should provide everything to their members that can sustain their members. So they have started, I think it's called Exodus. I don't think I wrote it down. It's a construction company that will take care of everything you need in your home. So they have plumbing, they have construction, they have cabinetry, they have uh, electrical. And this Delaney Weingard, I did look her up on social media. Um, she actually works for this construction company. So it just has the telltale signs of Scientology, um, some other cults that I'm not gonna, going to mention, where they try to be everything for everyone and profit on their members. And I just no want need to, to look out. out. We have everything you need. Yes. You don't need to go outside of the religion to get everything. Um, and I don't, what, what makes me curious and kind of going down this rabbit hole is what makes certain people buy it and not, not purchase it, but believe right. it hook, right. line and sinker. And just think this is like the Messiah or something like this woman, which I talk about costumes. The reason I, I didn't even go to there, she has the biggest hair you've ever seen. And as she gets more and more 
money and more and more power, her hair gets bigger and bigger, Leslie. And you yeah. have got to check it out because okay. I think I think I've seen what you're talking about. I saw phenomenal post. Yeah. And it's ratty. Like she's like, you know, made it have more volume in the back and at her wedding even. I mean, it's just huge. And you're like, okay, do you think that looks good? And they, they interviewed, we're interviewing ex members and <laughs> they said, you know, what about her hair? And she goes, oh, you don't mention her hair. Nobody mentions her hair. Everybody says, oh, you look so pretty, you know, and everything and never would mention her hair. It's I like a how- Amy Winehouse, whatever happened to her hair? In the uh, beginning, her hair did not like that. Don't you remember? She has that huge, or she did, that huge, like, um, beehive type yes, thing. Yes, yes. But this is, this, this doesn't even, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the Amy Winehouse hair, but this isn't even, like, smooth and quaffed like a professional did oh. it. It's just, like, ratted and, like, I mean, she must have had a. Aquanet. Like, Aquanet cases and cases of Aquanet. <laughs> I don't know how you get your hair that big, but I did. Really sticky. I did send it to my friend from high school, and I said, "This makes our '90s hair look yeah. really tame because we had the big, you know, we just had bangs. We didn't do the yeah, we had the, the big. We had the big, <laughs> the big bangs, you know. Yes. And the higher, the better. I mean, if yes. you could sustain that. But and this woman has that, but the whole head is just. Mm huge so crazy yeah so we'll have to put a picture of her up but um had you even heard of this story you know i kind of have a little bit but as you were going i was like okay this sounds familiar a little bit i had never heard of her i thought it was gonna go more like uh, that they were abusing and stuff like that but okay i kind of feel like they were i kind of feel like i i like thinking back with like um, my mother-in-law and some of the things I, this kind of actually sounds familiar. Like, I wonder if they had one of these <gasps> programs in one of Here. our churches that we had gone to, oh. because I kind of, now that you were talking about them, like this kind of actually sounds familiar. So I but should I add that there is, um, allegations of abuse and, um, or just fraud. really strict, like, so he, I'll do, tell like. you the, I'll, yeah, exactly. I will tell you the issue. Um, I didn't think this was the strongest part of the documentary, which is why I didn't make it a super big issue. Um, there is one family that apparently, um, I think it was the, yes, I believe it was the stepdad and the mother. Um, although don't quote me on that cause it might've actually been the real dad, but there was one boy in their family. I think they had several kids and there was one boy who they were really having a struggle with his, um, behavior and, um, long story short, they were supposedly told by the church to start withholding food, to start spanking um, you know, abuse allegations, allegations of abuse. And she can be heard, um, saying some things, um, about how children basically should be submissive and respect their parents and this and that. Um, but these parents did ultimately, uh, get accused and, um, were found guilty of abusing their son to death. So that is not 
looking good for this church, but I don't know that they've really proven in my opinion, at least in the documentary, they did not really prove that this was an overarching, um, issue in the church that, um, sounds more like a parent issue. It's, it's a little bit of a parent issue, I think. And, and, you know, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think they've proven that to me. I certainly didn't think that I was going to jump to that conclusion because I think there's a lot of churches that, you know, promote spanking, promote, you know, um, different things, um, in parenting that can be taken to the extreme and can be taken to be harmful, um, that you just kind of have to use your common sense. Um, the other thing that happened was that she would not allow people to get divorced in the church until she got a divorce. So once she got a divorce, then it was okay to divorce. Um, and again, I just, I don't understand why people listen to this. I mean, I understand, I, I guess I get how. Well, it's like QAnon. How do like these very smart people yeah. buy into some of these really outlandish, like maybe they just need a place to belong. This is how people get sucked into like, um, gangs or you know things because yeah, they need I, to belong somewhere i also it's think it's community driven a little bit like we were not you and i were not raised in the south but the south you know church sundays that's a huge thing going yeah. to church mm -hmm. and so it's a big part of the community and so i think a lot of people it sounds like are very devoted to the bible and to what it says and taking it literally yeah um not always figuratively right. and i guess i i've never prescribed to that so i can't relate but i don't understand why you would also go to a church and think this woman is like the next messiah because especially she had when it isn't even out loss. of the bible like she right. just made up her own and then adjusted the stories of the bible to adjust to her life in yes. her congregation and i and don't know i forget the quote but she was being deposed and someone actually said do you think that you're ne the next i can't remember if it was prophet or messiah or whatever and she did not disagree she said well i think that god has sent me here to do something and to share but she wouldn't go far as far to agree but she didn't disagree yeah. and so i go oh yeah she she got too much power too much money and it went a little crazy in her head yeah um but i should say this this joe laura that she ended up marrying by all accounts was just Oh, he kind of like acted. I think I maybe said that, um, tried to be an actor. He was like her pretty boy, you know, at her side, you know, follow this and you'll be thin and you'll be happy and look how good looking my husband is. And we're this, this is like perfect little couple. And, you know, they'd only been together like two years and, you know, he's like the front runner on her stage with her. Um, like he's there the, for looks yeah there to yes. be 
part of the program to be. Yes. And I think she loved him. I think she totally loved him, but I think he just fulfilled her perfect little right. image. Right. Yeah. And but he also got the benefits of that yes. of being that person for her. He got what yes. he wanted. She got what she wanted. And yep. it was like a business partnership match Maybe made in heaven. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God sent her, sent him to her. Yeah. So if you're looking for any Halloween costume ideas, I think okay. that Gwen, Shamlin, <laughs> Laura would be a good one because I wonder if people would know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. Okay. Yeah, one so last that's thing. my story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to show you this. These okay. are like just dove soaps. Can you see it? Oops. Where are they? Okay. They're just there's three black boxes of dove soaps. They're getting blurry, but okay. Sorry, I know. I, I don't know how to make it not blurry. Okay. But um, so right before I called you, they were just stacked like this up in the yes. cabinet or in the closet. Did they just fall? All three of them. Like even the one that was on the bottom. What? Every all three of them were on the floor in the just hall. Just now? Just now? Before I called you. And I did get like some hand soap out of the closet. But they weren't like hanging off the edge or anything like that. So I have no idea like how all three boxes like fell off. I just thought it was kind of weird. Did you pull a towel or something with it? No, I just I grabbed the hand soap, put it in the bathroom, went in the kitchen, did the dishes, heard a noise and I come across and like all three of them are just okay. like on the floor. All the three. Hall. So the were they at the edge? Even the one on the bottom. No, that that's the other thing. Like that's what I was thinking. Well, could, when I pulled it out, did it pull yeah. these out to the side? Yeah. Um, the one thing I didn't mention just now was this was actually you know how you get these like in like a nine pack or whatever. Yes, yes. These were in the bottom bag, and this was like this. So what? even if it was halfway out, how would it have all? Because it was still in the bag. This one was on its own. These were still on the floor in the bag. And this one was like in the hall and, um, but they were all three on the floor, but this was still in the container. So even if, I mean, I don't know, maybe I did pull it out in half of them. So, I was just, I just hope it like the ghost is still here because I was gonna it's say, been quiet for a while. Why don't you um, start talking to it? Why don't you ask <clears throat> who, you know, like questions? I try to do that. I, I have done that. Um, sometimes just like when the house feels creepy, I'll do that because like, sometimes it's just like, like Ella the other day I was telling her, so I have this motion light in the corner, but it's behind a box. Right. And every once in a while it just turns on. And so I said, if something's in, in this house, yeah. So it's like um, Michael bought him when the power went out Okay. and we had them on the mirrors in the bathrooms. Okay. And so when we took them down, they're just sitting in the corner, Okay. but occasionally they just turn on like, and they'd be in the corner, like there's stuff in front of it. And then like, it's like the glowing behind stuff. So one time I said, if something's here, turn on that light and turned on. And I was like, <sighs> okay. So I waited it to turn off. I'm like, Ella, come here. And then I kept saying it and then nothing happened. So I was like, okay, is it just coincidence? Is it like, what's happening? Have you tried your so, little uh, EMF reader? I did. I tried that um, yesterday or last night. Nothing. No. So, but it's telling you today it's here. Well, I don't, unless the soap somehow fell <laughs> off the edge, like... <laughs> Maybe I need to go. All right. You need to start later. talking to the. Okay. The and you know what I'm doing on Saturday night? What? I'm going to the drive-in in Richfield, Richmond. Oh, yeah, you Rich... told me this. Yeah. 
With the zombies that walk around the cars while you're watching oh the movie? Oh, my God. With the kids? Yes. I'm going to take Tristan and his girlfriend and Ella. I don't know if Ella wants to come, but Lucy will come. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, That's fun. What movie? It'll be fun. I think it's called, I think we're watching Sinister. One of the scary ones. I do not like scary movies. I don't really care. So um, I know that uh, our listeners don't know this, but you know this, but it's been cracking me up because um, the girl, the the friend that I'm bringing to the haunted <laughs> hotel, which is, I knew I liked her. I know. I know. I knew you would is so excited. And she's like, okay, do we get one of the scariest rooms? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want one of the scariest rooms. She's like, Ooh, I is she bringing somebody else? No, she just, she and I, and she's oh, like, no, to the, to Joshua John though? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think so. And then she's like, um, okay, well, can we have the book? The book of of you know, people write their scary experiences yeah. in it. And I'm like, what book are you talking yeah, about? You just get You're it from downstairs. Out. Yeah, that's what she she wants the yeah. book. She wants a scary yeah. room. Like I'm like, oh my god. There I'm wasn't gonna- a whole lot in the book when we when I read it before, but oh, okay. um, yeah, we totally need to do that. I'm like, and I'm gonna so- you, Leslie, and I'm gonna get a good night's sleep while you all are freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Meg Taylor? She was on the psychic on our show from UK. Yes. She um, is on call for that night. So if there's not much coping, okay. we can have many readings. Ooh. We'll oh, just put it be- on um, like uh, on a speakerphone and then just record it so that we can put it on the show later. But oh, she's willing fun. to do readings for the people that are going to be there. Ooh, so that will be fun. That'll too. be fun. And of course, Jeanette's going to be there for us too. Is so. Suzanne Jacques coming? I don't know. Okay. Do you think we should invite her? I thought she was coming to Joshua John's reading for some reason. Um, I don't know, but she probably should. And then we could do like a little giveaway for her or something. Yeah. I almost included her in my text string to see if she wanted to come, but I thought then you said, well, I thought you, because she doesn't speak to dead people. So it's not like a conflict of interest. No, 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 no. And And I I think think she's interested. And the other thing I thought would be really fun is just because she has been on our show so many times, we introduce her to people. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. if she wants to do like a free reading and, you know, offer that as, and you could ask her, Hey, we're going to be doing raffle prices. Do you want to include anything or, you know, whatever, yeah. but yeah. all right. Anyway, I got to go. Well, anyway. You know, Leslie, you need to stay curious, yes. stay suspicious yes. and stay open, 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 <laughs> open, open, open. All right, you guys. You have approximately two weeks until our event? A week and six days. Okay. A week and six days to sign up. Well, and you're not yes. even going to hear this till next week. So you got to yeah. get on it. You got to do it now. If you want right, to. So if up, it's next week, they will only have a week and. Week and two days. Or three days. Two days. Yeah. yeah. Which you can't show up at the door. Save do- yeah, you could. Save $5. Get it in advance. Yeah. It just gives us a little bit of a head start. And then we're also doing raffle prizes and fun things. So. Yeah. It's only two hours. And, Come on. What else is it going to yeah, do? Right? Get in the Halloween spirit. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, it's right. been a good show. Hit subscribe. Hope you like us and share with your friends. See you next time. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.